everyone. Welcome to the Mom Mentality Podcast. This is the podcast made for moms of busy babies. And I have Miss Amy Michael with us today. We were talking about our strange names just a few seconds ago before we hopped on. And I'm excited to have this interview with you today and just record this podcast because it's going to be all about parenting, intentional parenting, which I think is something that's actually new or more heard about now. Mm-hmm. And how parents can actually work on becoming more intentional in their relationships within their family. So welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited about our conversation. Yes, it's going to be great. So let's just jump right in. If you don't mind telling me even like how you and your husband's journey got started on becoming aware that you needed to even do intentional parenting or what it even was. Right. Yeah, so we've been married 15 years. and so. Of like 15 and a half. So when we first got married, we were going to have kids. You know, we figured, you know, we wanted our kids well-rounded. You know, we had all these aspirations for our kids. But then, you know, when you actually have kids, sometimes it starts getting busy. Things get crazy. Um, you know, we had our, our oldest two years after we were married. And then we had them all close together. Because when our oldest... Our oldest was five when our youngest was born, and we have four kids in five years. And so at that time, um, we had just moved to Nebraska. Um, We'd just been living here for a couple of years, and it was just really crazy. Very, you know, I was doing, we were doing things that are like how we were raised because, you know, you fall back to that. And then also, you know, what the people around you are doing. So our friends, what are they, what are they seeing um, is working for them for parenting? And then we just kind of, did things here and there, maybe read some books, but we didn't really do anything super intentional for our family specifically. And so things were really crazy. And and when you're in that stage of life, you don't think, huh, what should I, should I be doing? You're just kind of like survival mode. So that's kind of where I was at, especially. Um, Derek was really busy working. Um, He had just started his practice, you know, so he was only a couple of years in. He's an orthopedic surgeon. And so he was just really busy. And so like, even for me, um, it was hard, like, to survive the day. Like, I was like, oh, everybody's alive at the end of the day. And so that's kind of where we started. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where we started then. We were just um, living in survival mode and not being intentional, even though we had this idea that we needed our kids to be, you know, we wanted them to be well-rounded and we wanted them to be also um, in the faith too, like stay in the faith. And we were kind of looking at, you know, we kind of started noticing families whose kids, even if they sent their kids to a Christian school and went to church every Sunday, there were still some kids that were not following the faith, you know, when they got older. And then there were some that did. And we noticed it, it was the parents that really had the ability to, like, that was the difference. When their parents were intentional, that made the difference. And so we kind of started seeing that. And then um, a few years later, one of Derek's co-workers, his 14-year-old son, died suddenly. And, like, he just had an accident. Like, one day, like, he was fine, and then he had an accident, and he was, and he died. Um, and we thought, you know, our kids, in, when they're 14, like, you don't know how long you're going to have with your kids. And so you really want to be intentional with the time that you do have with them. And especially for us, pointing them to Jesus every day was really important, too, because, like, like you said, we we don't know how long we're going to have with them. So 
you know, we started thinking of that. Um, and then we also have a coach and we were visiting with him and we were starting to be like, okay, we need to do more than just like survive here. Um, we need to do things more intentionally. We need to figure out how to start doing some of the things that we're reading about in these books, because, you know, you read, read a parenting book and how often are you going to actually implement it into your life unless you have strategy for that. So, right. I like this. Yeah. So we, we met with our coach and he, he said, you know, okay, well, let me see your plan for parenting. And we're like, a plan for parenting? Like, like he wanted like to see, like a written plan for parenting. And we're like, we never even thought about that before. Like, so then um, that was really profound for us. So we went back home from our meeting with him, you know, and we, we looked up, okay, plan for parenting. And you can't find anything on like creating this plan for parenting. Like, what does that even mean? So we just kind of went through the process ourselves of what what do we need to do? So, you know, first we were um, looking at our vision. What what did we want our family to look like? And then how are we going to get there? And what steps were we going to take? And for us, we our first thing was looking at um, seeking God and what does he have to say? Um, we also, so because we went through this process of being more intentional, we came up with a framework based on it. And we can go into detail I can tell you what that is later if you're interested, but um, I don't want to overwhelm anybody <laughs> either. Um, we, so we went through this process and then we were like, this really was amazing. Um, our, we're just, things are more fun. We're more focused on where, where we want to be. We have more intention in our parenting and our family life is just, it's better. Like, I don't feel at the end of every single day, you know, some days are harder than others, but I don't always feel like, oh, good, I survived the day. I'm like, oh, I was able to, we were able to connect here and here and here throughout the day because we're doing all these little things throughout the day that really, you know, and throughout the years that really make a big difference in the long run. It's the little things really that can make a big difference in your family. And so because we were doing that, and we've been doing this for several years now, more intentional probably the last four or five years that we've been more intentional in following this, this path. Um, I just see where we were at before and I see where we're at now. And it's just such a blessing to know that we've come how far we've come. And so that's kind of our story. And um, I think our family life has just improved so much that I'm kind of wishing we had started earlier, but then I thought, you know, maybe this is why we um, can get the message out to other people about, you know, if you're, if you have younger kids here, you can start with this earlier than we did. And then you don't have to make all the mistakes that we made. And, you know, so that's kind of where we're at. That's what smart people do is <laughs> learn from others. Like, I believe that's why people mm -hmm. have coaches or we have mentors mm -hmm. be able to learn from the struggles of others. And then now you're able to help so many others. And like, even for us, we go through that personally within our house um, a lot of days feels like, oh my gosh, what did I even get done today? Like, were we productive? And we're all exhausted, you know, <laughs> at the end of every day. We have a, we have a three-year-old who's autistic. Uh, we have a little girl that is one actually today as we're doing this. And it's a lot of shifting and a lot of moving parts. And I want to know even for you, like, what were some of those moments that like clued you into something is broken like 
we are surviving. Like there had to be some type of fillings or things that were happening within your house to let you know if we need change. Yeah. Some of those. Yeah. I think for me personally, which is probably different than Derek is I am such a reactive person. So I'm like recovering from that now. This is like going, being more intentional has really helped me with that. Um, and having a plan because it, it takes the emotion out of things for me. But I, you know, I would yell at the kids when I got upset and I wasn't really taking good care of myself either, you know, so I was just doing the bare minimum of what needed to be done. So we were just in survival mode. So maybe, um, yeah, just at the end of the day, feeling defeated and exhausted and like being happy when my husband came home to take the kids for a little bit, just so I could get a break. I'm kind of even just um, those negative thoughts were there a lot more than they are now, um, now that we're more intentional and proactive about things rather than being reactive. That has really helped too. Was it, were you able to see like recognize those things going on with inside of you or like, did it take a coach or did it take your husband to be like, Hey, like, where's this woman that I married? Like you, you seem like you're so on edge now, or, you know, just saying something like, how yeah. did that happen? Yeah. So I think it was kind of a combination. So sometimes, you know, cause you read books or something, you know, and you're like, Oh, that really convicts me. Or, you know, when I'm studying, studying the scripture and you're not supposed to be like screaming and yelling, you know? And so I'm like, I was very convicted about it myself, but also, yeah, um, having the coach just always helps. And then also like, yeah, my husband, he, he would try to do it in the kindest possible way. But you know, when you're already in that negative place, like sometimes taking advice from people is really hard. Yes. Because I think at times like they, you feel like so many people just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And even like right here with like this platform is just being able to bring other moms together because like while you're saying these things, it's like, yeah, like this is a common pattern that so mm -hmm. many women moms face is like we put ourselves last because everything around the house and the kids is more important. Mm -hmm. And you notice that you're like, why do I always seem like I'm so on edge or in a bad mood? You're like, this is not who I am or who I want to be. Mm -hmm but you're almost like totally confused of like what to do. Like who is this person that's taking over my body and my reactions? Right. How does, so you said now that you're more intentional with your parenting, it has helped your mental and obviously even like your mm -hmm. physical health, like everything. So what are some of those like key steps or those key points of intentional parenting that has directly helped you as a mom? So I think just having for me, having the written plan. Um, so right. for our our part of our process, we wrote down our plan. So we also discussed it, um, like my husband and I discussed it together so that we were on the same page. Because a lot of times, you know, he was thinking, had one level of expectations and I had a different level. So now at least we were like more, we weren't divided. We were on a more unified front, especially one thing that comes to mind was like undisciplined. Because I'm so reactive when my daughter was, she went through this phase of hitting. Like when she was mad, she just always hit. And it wasn't just like a gentle tap. It was like full out hitting. And yes. she, she had that aggression and she didn't know what to do with it. And so she would hit. And so it was such a problem. But I was like, what do I do? Like every time this happens, you know, I and I want to yell. And I'm like, no, I can't yell because 
we're being, we're starting to be more intentional. And so I was talking to Derek, my husband about it. And, and he's like, okay, well, we need a plan for that. So we included it into our plan. The, the, we set the boundaries. We also included the kids in with the plan. We told them if you physically harm someone else intentionally, um, then you're in your room from after supper till bedtime and you write an apology note. So we wrote it in the plan. We told the kids all about it. And so when it happened again, instead of what, what feeling like, what should I do or reacting or getting upset? It was, it just took the emotion out of it and it was just, okay, you did this. Now this is the result. This is the consequence. And, And she knew what the consequence was going to be. So I think that really helped me. And then it kind of empowered me too, because I was feeling like, okay, now I'm not a parent who's like, what do I do now? It's, I have a plan, you know, and your plan doesn't always work out, but that's why you have to like review and change it as the kids get older or as, you know, maybe you do that for a while and maybe after a while they don't care. And so then you, you change it and you, you know, take away something else that is more meaningful for a time or something. But, um, it just really helped to be more like more in control of the situation. Not that you're always in control, but not being reactive. Yes. I, I always call it emotional management. And I feel like that's something that for me is even a strong suit, like coming from a counselor background. It's like, I don't know if it's just kind of, you know, in yet it's like control your emotions a little bit more, but it's totally different when you become a parent and you're triggered by these little humans on like, oh my gosh. And, and sometimes they're just looking for it. They're just looking for that emotional reaction out of you. So I think being able to know that like we are in control of our thoughts, we're in control of our own behaviors, mm-hmm. does put us in a very empowered position as a parent. And I'm sure your kids sense it and see it in you now as well. Like mom's got this. Yeah. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind telling me a little bit like about the framework, like is there a certain framework that y'all develop that you have found very helpful that you feel like other parents could easily begin to implement? Yeah. So the framework that we use is it's remembered by the name steward so that you that are steward of your family. And before you even get into the framework, you wanna make sure that you have just a vision for your family. It can be as involved as you want, or, you know, like say you just want a peaceful family. Okay, so how how are we gonna get there? Or, you know, it can be more involved, like with more steps of like, you want them, you know, what, what exactly you want in your family. So a vision, and then like kind of evaluate what are the strengths and weaknesses in your family? What things are you, your family unit good at and what, what things are you not good at that you maybe need some help with? And then we go into the STEWARD acronym, which stands for, it's like S-T-E-W-A-R-D. So the S is for seek God um, because we're Christian and that's like our ultimate authority. So we go and we seek God. And what does he tell us about parenting? That's where we start. And then the T is for target trajectory. So that's where do you want your family, like where, where do you want your family to go? Like how... How do you want to get there? Um, so that's like the vision and the values you want for your family. Okay. Then um, the E is for explore your options. So there's so many different things out there. Um, so just kind of evaluating what what options are best for our particular family. 
Um, for us, you know, we just sent our kids to a Christian school because my husband and I both went to a Christian school. But looking at all our options, we actually realized that homeschooling was best for our family. Like some kids, Christian school is better. Some kids, public school is better. But for our family, we realized that that was best. So just looking, because maybe there are some options you never thought of before, because we hadn't really thought of homeschooling before until we were looking at all our options. Okay. Evident. So that's explore your options. And then the W is write it down. It's important to have it in writing. So in case you forget, or you can go back and look at it. And then also it's just, it's there and you can review it also. Um, A is take action. And so we, in our framework, we kind of go through some different um, ways that you can take action, like, you know, building it into your routine, that kind of thing. Some different steps that you can take to make sure that you're doing what you say you want to be doing with your family, not just, you know, this is a good vision, but how are you going to get there? And this is the ways that we're going to enable that that's going to happen. And then the R is review and revise. And that's just, you, you want to look at it kind of like I was saying before, your kids get older, situations change. You don't want to just have this written down document that just sits right. on the shelf. You want to be looking at it regularly. Um, my husband and I like to read it over, especially when we're traveling in the car for a long time, because that you're stuck there by each other for who knows how long. Yes. <laughs> so then you just talk, talk about, you know, we try to talk about things with the family then or um, things like that. And then the, the D for the framework is direct others. So once you feel like you're on a good path, you can learn so much and they can learn from you. So just kind of directing others. This is what I learned and this is what um, has helped me to be more intentional and then, you know, kind of point them in the same direction. So basically, um, this is the same framework that we did when we went through the process. We just kind of, you know, fixed it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that and made it more, you know, we did it very roughly when we went through it. But how many times have y'all revised your your plan? Oh, I don't know. We've let many times. <laughs> okay. So not like the whole thing, but we've revised, you know, bits and pieces. And then our son, our oldest is 13 now. So um, we're getting into like, we just got him a cell phone. And so we added that into the plan. Like, what are we going to do with the cell phone? And he, so we added, um, he's, he pays for part of it every month. I think it's like 25% of the cost. Yeah. It's, it's in a, in a prominent location. So it sits on the counter, the counter in the kitchen. It's not in his pocket. It's not in his bedroom. It's out in the open, you know, so we just kind of came up with some, you know, guidelines for, for it. And then we put that into our plan and we, we talked to him about it, you know, when we talked to all the kids about it, cause you know, they would ask, well, when do I get a phone? Yes. <laughs> so now we have that plan and, you know, and then as he get as they get a little bit older, there's dating, like what are, what are going to be our parameters for dating and that sort of thing. So as they change, um, things have changed too. How has that helped you and your husband's relationship since yeah. being more intentional, even just with the kids? Yeah, that's really helped us. And, and we've been more intentional then too, um, which I guess I didn't really realize all the little things that we were doing really made such a big difference until like I was talking to um, someone like one of my friends and she was just talking about how like she doesn't feel like she talks to her husband, like, you know, he's doing his thing over here and she's doing her thing over here. And I'm like, wow, like we, every night we like read a devotion together and kind of talk over what's going over for the next day and kind of read over our vision. 
So that is always in front of us. And we, it's like this connecting moment we have like right before like in the evening, you know, before we go to bed, after the kids are in bed. And so just like these little things and, and just, I don't know, it's been really cool to, for me to see Derek, like step into his role of being a dad, like, and just lead our family has been inc- an incredible blessing. And then for me, like it, it also takes the burden off of me too, because we're kind of doing this together and yeah. yeah. And our relationship, yeah, has definitely got, we've gotten closer to and closer to God and closer as a family and yeah. Yeah. I mean, so even like for David and I personally, it's like we were together for, we didn't have kids like as quickly, like y'all got married and had kids and we had this life of, you know, eight, nine years together before we had little ones. And so adjusting to sharing our lives, Mm -hmm. becoming parents has been, it's been a really big adjustment. And I think for any parents, whether you are, you know, welcoming them in right away into your family or you've been together for an extended period of time is like, it's a whole different kind of stressor. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own idea of how things need to get done. And I think it's so easy to lose that connection. And so that's really nice to hear that it's like intentional parenting can also directly impact not only how your family functions, but improve the quality of your relationship with your partner. And I think we see all too often now, it's like what parenting does and what can lead to even just people being like, we just can't get along anymore. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's wonderful. Even, so y'all have a book, mm-hmm. correct? That you made, yeah. A Chance to Change. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold it up. Perfect. So everybody on YouTube and if you're watching on video, you can see it. So it's a chance to change. Can you tell us a little bit about the book where people can find the book at? Yeah. So the book is uh, written as a Christian fiction book because there's a lot of parenting books out there. And so we wanted to make sure it was something that is more easily readable so that you're not just reading a bunch of facts. And it basically takes a family from who's not as intentional, getting mentored by a family who is more intentional and they take you through the steps that are in our framework basically. And so you get some real hands-on examples of how this can work in your life and um, how this worked in this family's life. We've had people say that you were writing about us. This is exactly like my life. And just people saying it was so relatable to them that they can read this book and you know, apply, even if you don't apply everything, even if you apply one or two things to your life, it's going to make a big difference. So, um, yeah, so the book is a chance to change. We have it on ebook, we have it on audible, um, and then also the paperback copy and it's on Amazon. Um, you can find more information about it on our, our website too, which is faithfulparent.org. And so we have the, a link for the book and then you can just, you can even listen to the first chapter for free if you're interested in just checking it out. So. That's awesome. And you do a blog and everything else as well, right? Yeah, we have a lot of free resources on our website because we have the blogs. And then we also have like a family huddle guide, which kind of talks about what we do. Like we do it at dinner time, but it's kind of like a family group, like a meeting, you know, like a huddle, like a getting together um, every day. And so we have that too. Um, Yeah, and I usually post on social media on, um, on Facebook and Instagram just kind of little bits and pieces from our blogs or things that are going that that we're doing in our lives too. So 
That's fantastic. And so, and all these things, I just want everybody to know, I'll put those in the description so you can find a link to the book. They can connect and be able to look at some of your blog posts and everything because, yeah, like I'm excited to to sit and talk with, even talk with David because we are those parents. I mean, all transparency is like, we definitely have our days that feel more like survival and even being parents that share a business together, that work from home together, that have kids that are both little and home with us. And like, there's a lot of moving parts and it can be extremely stressful. And I think at no matter where you're at, like being able to go back and have this conversation and revisit, like what's our vision is such a strong question that people don't answer for themselves. And I don't think they definitely answer it for their family. Right. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. I appreciate you coming on and spending the Saturday with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome.